This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not substitute for professional medical advice. Please seek a medical professional or healthcare provider if you're seeking any medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Thanks, everyone. This is our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is this Patreon? Is this podcast? Weekly. Weekly. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Welcome back. Welcome back. And we're so kind of in the holiday theme of it all because, I mean, this will be coming out in the middle of the holidays. Currently, it's this right before Christmas for us. Yes. The, no. Yeah. The third. Oh, 26. Exactly. So Merry Christmas Merry to Christmas, those of you everyone. that are those of you that celebrate christmas and happy holidays to everyone whatever it is that you celebrate this time of year yeah <laughs> there's a lot you know i mean i don't know i hope everyone yeah. had fun with their families yes that yes. we got all of our gifts yep. we got any gifts that it's the gifts that we love <laughs> absolutely and that there was no family drama that everything was kosher and good you know especially with our episode prior prior to this, to this yeah about holiday stress we hope that everyone did not have any of that yeah absolutely that i went as smooth as possible you know knock on wood for us because we're recording this before christmas so. yes. <laughs> we do not know how our christmas is no. gonna go we will hope for the best so yeah and now because of that we're gonna be talking about the, the benefits the medical benefits of spending time with your loved ones because of course it's still december there's yeah. still new years you know there's still more holidays afoot so we don't really get to skedaddle from our family yet yeah <laughs> just yet and and those you know obligatory functions get-togethers parties you know all those things so the weirdest thing though is me going back to work for a couple of days and then getting off again yeah and the uh, clinics are packed yeah because everybody's like waiting for you guys to come back yeah. for those like few days or whatever but yeah anyways there are medical benefits to being with people that you love and people you get along with and all those sorts of things so yeah. we're gonna be talking about that today yes i love this i love spending you know holidays with loved ones yeah so let's yeah. talk about the benefits of it Yes. So we are social creatures and we need to interact with the with others to thrive. Yeah. Okay. That's human interaction. That's what we need. In fact, spending time with family and friends can have a positive impact in, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you were the first one this time around. I know. Go figure that. And look, and we just started. Well, no, I, I lie. No, no, we had our margaritas. That's right, for lunch. We yeah. took a little lunch break. Yeah, we decided to treat ourselves because, you know. I know. Life. Okay, anyway. so wow. we're <laughs> social creatures. We need that human-to-human interaction. So spending time with family and friends can have a positive impact on our physical and mental health. It can reduce our stress. It can reduce inflammation. It can improve our sleep, our mood, and it can even lower our risk to chronic diseases and premature death. Yeah. So who doesn't want all of those things? Yeah, honestly. Yeah. I want all of that, especially the sleep part. 
You and I both. <laughs> like, if you've heard the sleep episodes, you know. I actually sleep really well, but ever since my baby, it's... Yeah. No, sleep I mean, is, is a luxury. It, it really is. So in this episode, we're going to dive deeper into the science behind these benefits and share some tips on how to stay connected with your loved ones and in a safe and meaningful way. Yeah. I mean, how special is that? I know. What more do we want? I know. And it's a time of year for that. It's the season for yeah. that, you know, so... This is good for you. This is good for the soul. Yeah. So we're not being cheesy. No, we're, not. <laughs> we're really trying not to. We're really to. trying not to be. But it's the holidays. You yeah. can be a little cheesy. So spending time with loved ones can help you cope with stress. It provides emotional support, comfort, and a sense of belonging. Yep. So social interaction can also trigger the release of hormones that reduce stress and increase happiness, such as oxytocin. That's a very famous oh, yeah. hormone, especially in, with the baby oh, yeah. and all of that. But we can have release of oxytocin in other situations, Absolutely. such as happiness. So it's actually the happy hormone. Yes. Okay. And it also can increase endorphins. Additionally, spending time with loved ones can help you distract yourself from problems, Big share time, yeah. your feelings, and get advice or feedback. Especially, you know, if you have good relationships with that loved one. Well, of course, we're not yeah. talking about like you sticking yourself in a situation with loved ones that unfortunately, you know, you have problems with. We're talking about, yes. but like good scenarios here, you know, yeah. just to be clear. If you're not comfortable getting feedback from a person. Yeah. You got to work on that relationship. Yeah. I think yeah, that yeah. was like a big part in my training. Okay. We always had feedback. Lord Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. Everything was feedback. Feedback, 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 feedback. <laughs> they used to say feedback Fridays. And I'm like, why would we do feedback Fridays? That doesn't like, sound like the Friday like I want. Before, yeah, exactly. Like, that's no. before the weekend. They that's... try to make it sound cute, like a happy hour. Yeah. And it's not. And I'm like, it's no, not. I don't hear feedback right now, actually. Mm. But... It was, mm -hmm. it's an important thing. Mm -hmm. You need to be comfortable with receiving feedback. You need, especially, and when I say feedback, I mean constructive. Right, right, right. right. Not that's just not shitting on you. Shitting on you. That is yeah. not feedback. Okay, I'm talking about constructive um, that's, criticism. That's toxicity. And the same way that you receive feedback, the other party should also 100 you for feedback on them. Yeah, it should be a two-way street, a, a two conversation. Yeah. You know, not just a monologue. Yeah, but maybe not on a Friday. <laughs> no. You don't want to start your weekend on a bad foot like that of thinking of how many ways you fucked up the week and now you're being Every called out for it. would come and be like, oh, feedback God. Fridays. I was like, God, what a way to sour your weekend, you know? And because then you're escaping it. If you're like me, then I will spend that whole weekend thinking of how I massively disappointed my attending or whatever. Yeah. And I, I just... Yeah, and it's not always negative feedback. Right. Doesn't have to be negative. They they no, are very positive, good. Great, you They're know? very good about positive and negative. How's just like? But you know, it's gonna happen. Ooh. You're gonna get one. How about you just? How about we just go out for a beer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe we could do this over a beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anything. But why sit down face to face in an office? Oh god, you're you're tired from the workday. I have eight admissions that I need to complete before the night team comes on. That sounds exactly like what Feedback you don't. Friday do. is not right now. But anyways, okay, I'm not no. trying to shit on the attending. I appreciate that they were trying. They cared enough to give me feedback. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so social support can buffer the negative effects of stress on our body and mind by enhancing our psychological well-being, increasing our self-esteem and making us feel understood and valued. 
It can also help us cope with challenging situations by providing us with information, resources, or assistance. And of course, social support can reduce the physiological response to stress, such as lowering blood pressure, heart rate, and cortisol levels. So it's not only mental, but it's also physically. Yeah, you get these benefits. So definitely we're changing those stress hormones. They're lowering. We're happier. Mm -hmm. It's, it's going to have some effect. Mm -hmm. So spending time with loved ones can also help us cope with challenging situations by giving us a sense of perspective, meaning and purpose. Having a strong and supportive relationship can also increase our resilience which is the ability to bounce back from adversity and overcome certain obstacles. Moreover, it can help us find joy and gratitude in the midst of hardship and inspire us to stay motivated and hopeful. I mean, that is self-explanatory. Exactly. I mean, I think all the stressors that I've had in my life, if it wasn't for my friends and loved ones, I it would be very difficult Absolutely. for me to push forward. Because if you're, if you're having like a hard time, a hard moment, or you're just going through a rough patch in your yeah. life, it's good to feel that you at least have those people that you could fall back uh, on exactly. that could help you. System. Exactly. That support system is such essential. a, exactly. It's an essential net to have for all of this, for self-esteem, for everything, you know? Yeah. So stress does impair our immune system, as we've mentioned before, and it makes us more vulnerable to infections and diseases by suppressing the production and function of white blood cells, which are essential for fighting off pathogens. Chronic stress also causes inflammation, which can damage our tissues and organs and increase risk of chronic diseases, such as cardiovascular disease, diabetes, and cancer. Additionally, stress can affect our behavior and lifestyle, such as reducing our sleep quality, impairing our nutrition, and increasing our substance use, which can further weaken our immunity, which is true. I mean, if you're just getting stressed, everybody knows that there's countless studies out there yeah. showing how bad stress is on the body in every yeah. way, mentally, physically, like in every way, it's going to manifest poorly. Yeah. So if you have loved ones that you just feel more relaxed with, you could vent, you could talk, you could have a good time with laugh with. Yeah. It's going to alleviate that, you know? Yeah. And we kind of talked about it a little bit in our previous podcast episodes. I can't remember which episode exactly, but we talked we talked about the ACEs, the adverse childhood events. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, so basically the amount of stress that you had as a child, mm -hmm. depending on the different types of stressful scenarios, yeah. is how likely you are to develop a comorbidity or yeah. chronic diseases in the future. Exactly. Which is fascinating. I had never heard of that. And that's yeah. incredible how that is... Yeah. I mean, that just proves how much what you have in your mind, what you're going through internally, emotionally in your mind, psychologically, how it could deeply, deeply impact you in a physiological yeah. way to give you chronic diseases like diabetes. Like that's just yeah. it's like a, incredible. And it's it's a link that we finally have something to quantify or at least to measure mm -hmm. because before it was just maybe a thought right a theory or a theory yeah. or something along the lines of a questionable situation okay but now we've been seeing that mm -hmm. we've been able to do research retrospectively we took people mm -hmm. that have these chronic diseases and then we asked them about their childhood exactly and then now we see a pattern yeah that's a, that's amazing that's amazing. And it's yeah. just so much proof of how much we got to take care of our mental well-being because yeah. it will it's it will not only stay in your mind, it will start trickling down in other 
ways. Yeah, for sure. You know? I'm sorry. No, you're good. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, so spending time with loved ones may lengthen your life by reducing the risk of mortality associated with social isolation and loneliness. So I actually found this pretty interesting. It is, yeah. Because we always... People that are put in isolation... Yeah. They... Lose their marbles. They lose their marbles. Exactly. Absolutely. Like we see it with um, prisoners that are put in uh, solitary confinement. Yes. They come out like messed up. No, there are there are you individuals know? that truly make up people. Yes. To compensate. To compensate to, yeah. and to have a relationship. Isn't that wild how the mind has to... To do an episode on that. Yeah. Hell yeah. What the fuck was that? What? Did you hear something? I heard a car. Oh, it was a car, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Never mind. <laughs> I'm like, I'm here like talking about like make believe people, and I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> you're scared of that, but you're not scared of that Yorona? No, it's, I wasn't scared. I was just like, uh, remember, I have an abandoned house literally right in front of me. So I'm waiting. Oh, did you see the new construction? Yes. Yes. Nice. I know. I know. I, it's, I'm, I'm hoping that like a bulldozer just like goes a little bit too much <laughs> this way and then like bulldozes a freaking abandoned house. That'd be phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm always looking out because there's like a bunch of weird shady ass people that sometimes squat over there. And I'm like, well, yeah. So that's why I'm like, did you, I'm like, did you hear something? Like, who's that? Who that? You know? But you guys have a good alarm system here. No, 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 yeah. I'm not worried about that. I'm just chief most of that. Massive tangent. Anyways. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. So, okay. So yeah, social isolation and loneliness are considered as a major public health, as major public health issues, Mm -hmm. as they can increase the likelihood of dying prematurely by 26 to 29%. That's astonishing. That's crazy. That's astonishing. And it makes you wonder. I know this is sad, but seniors that yeah. are living alone. Yeah. So it's perpetuating to their, obviously, their quality of life yeah. and then their their death coming sooner. So I wonder if there's a link to like seniors that pass away on their own here. And then you hear about all these seniors like in Europe and all yeah. that, because in Europe, it's very and I'm sure in other parts of the world, but the ones that I'm thinking of right now are the Hispanic types of Europe, like Spain, Italy, Italy like yeah. stuff like that, mm-hmm. that people live pretty much us here, that yeah. it's like with their with their parents, with their parents yeah. still because till, till, di- till they die, yeah. you know, and it's just like a living thing. And then the parents like my mom does. She takes care of MR when I yeah. can't and when Mario can't or yeah. whatever. So they, it's pretty much that same role over there. Yeah. I wonder what would be the correlation the or the difference. Like, how much longer do they live over there? Because yeah. Just because of that, not because of diet or whatever, versus here, seniors that are put in homes or or they just live by themselves in an apartment, a condo, whatever, you name it. You know, there's yeah. a lot of them that they just live alone. So yeah. I wonder what what there is out That's there. That's interesting. Right? I'm sure there's something else. There has to be. But the fact that they were able to like see these numbers, 26% That's of premature lot. death. One-fourth. Oof, that's a lot. Yeah. And on the other hand, having strong and supportive relationships can protect us from premature death by enhancing our psychological well-being, increasing our self-esteem and making us uh, feel understood and valued. And self-esteem is very underplayed on how important it is for the psyche. No, it's extremely important. Extremely important. And I don't think that many people give it the importance because they feel self-esteem is correlated to like vain or vanity. No. But it's important for the person. Yeah, no, you, you need know? to have a sense of self. Yeah. You need to have a sense of self-worth. This exactly. We see a lot of those personality traits. Yes, yes. Kind of alter and mm-hmm. maybe change in the future. Yeah. And- it's important. And even, yeah. for, even for kiddos, I feel like now, because I have a kiddo and I've 
been down this route actually recently that we have to take care of their self-esteem for their academics. As yeah. soon as they lose like confidence in what they're doing in school or yeah. they start feeling it's too hard yeah. or I'm not I'm not smart enough or exactly. whatever, like all those type of things, it really, really messes with their future capabilities at school, exactly. academically only. Yeah. So it's just very, very like, I feel like a lot of people don't talk much about that, you know? Yeah. So furthermore, spending time with loved ones can encourage positive, healthy behaviors and discourage damaging ones, such as eating well, exercising regularly, mm -hmm. and avoiding smoking, alcohol, oh. all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I don't know about that. I don't know about... My family <laughs> definitely encourages <laughs> Four hours with the fam and I'm like, anyone need a glass of wine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I guess... And it... my friends. Yeah. Well, currently right now. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> but I, th I think mm. that... What it's all in all, I think this is our like uh, unhealthy behavior. Exactly. You know, like, like if you're chain smoking, alcoholism, uh, exactly. You know, so like not your regular. Yeah, not your social drinking or so, yeah. you know, not that we're not talking about that. We're talking about the unhealthy version. of it. Yeah. Your family will be able to be there to support you and to, you know, help yeah. you guide you in a better path or whatever it may be, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so there's a scientific article called Loneliness and Social Isolation as Risk Factors for Mortality. I knew I was going to mess that up at some point, and I did at the end. Anyway, and this is a meta-analytic review published in 2015 by Julian Holt Lundstad. I'm going to go with that it's that, but... At all. At all. <laughs> in the journal Perspectives of Psychological Science, and it examines the impact of social deficits on the risk of dying early. The article analyzes 70 studies that include more than 3.4 million participants from different countries, ages, and health conditions. The article reports that the average effect sizes for the risk of mortality were as follows. So loneliness, 26%. Social isolation, 29%. And living alone, 32%. Which is what I was talking about earlier, the seniors that live alone. Yeah. That's what I think about in those aspects. But anyway, these effects are comparable to well-established risk factors for mortality, such as smoking, obesity, and physical inactivity. That's crazy. That just loneliness could equate to this, you know? Yeah. This was regardless of gender, length of follow-up, or initial health status. The article also discusses possible mechanisms and moderators of this relationship and suggests that social relationships should be considered as a vital sign of health. Yeah, clearly. I mean, if we have these percentages, yeah, it's important. And it's all about who you kind of surround yourself with. 100%. You if know? you're with toxic people, you're not doing yeah, yourself exactly. any good. So you know? I kind of think about that in that sense. If you're lonely mm -hmm. or... Maybe you just don't have developed or strong relationships, mm -hmm. rooted relationships in people with with other people, I should say. Then where's your motivation? Where yeah. is your, you know, drive? Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to say is that it's it truly is important to surround yourself by your loved ones. loved ones. Yeah. And, and it could be family be or fa not. Exactly. It doesn't have to be family. You know, uh, Julie and I are not family. And I can't imagine the holidays without her. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So for those of you that thought that we were partners or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People thought we were partners. Well, clearly you haven't seen our whole entire introduction or anything like that. Yeah. To our podcast and everything else. <laughs> but anyways, I still can't imagine my life without her. We're not partners. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, I thought that the study was kind of crazy it, yeah i i just 
the fact that it's so impactful and so important to get 32% for living alone, that's that's a big percentage, you know? When yeah. we're talking about research articles and stuff like that, that's a lot. Yeah. But yeah. So social interaction is also a vital aspect of human health and well-being, kind of like what we had already discussed before. So with boosting our happiness and our mood, it increases our sense of belonging. It's, you know, and it's providing us with emotional and practical support. It can also reduce the occurrence of depression, anxiety, and mental disorders. So I think this was, these are kind of the more common ones. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're lonely. You're going to have probably a depressed mood. Yeah. You it know? makes sense. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, if someone told me that, I feel like that would be the first thing that 100%. would pop up into my my head like you said before we're social creatures i mean since the stone ages that's how we've been we evolved to be social creatures we yeah. evolved to be surrounded by others exactly and then if you're in that kind of state of mind then you don't really have anyone to kind of get you out of that yeah so yeah. and i think with this with this kind of information we take this information and we need to kind of somehow apply it mm -hmm. in life and what this tells me is if you are a person that you know that maybe your holidays aren't going to be as surrounded as you would like it to be with your loved ones yeah find something that will fill that yeah exactly you know? and i'm not saying in an, in an unhealthy way i'm not no saying like, because then you're not doing anything you're doing the opposite you know? yeah exactly but go do something that will fulfill you yeah and that's in that way i guess an example of this when i was in medical school i didn't have the ability to come home for thanksgiving right and then again for christmas and then new year's so and a lot of my friends were in similar situations so what we would do is we would set up a thanksgiving potluck yeah and i would surround myself with friends and yes some of my friends were very close my roommates my close close contacts in medical school right but in those dinners i also had you know the chance to spend it with someone else that i was not close to at all but we ended up having we ended up sharing that common denominator is that we were away from our families. Yeah. And we we're having this social bond, even if it was just briefly, even yeah. if I didn't continue talking to that person later on in the school year yeah. or develop like a crazy relationship. Yeah, yeah. I still had a good time and it was it was nice to not be alone during these times. Right, right. And that's so important in the holidays to just have something that makes you happy. And again, I'm going to keep reiterating it because it does happen. Don't force yourself to be in a toxic relationship. We're talking about like people that you love and care for or yeah. anything like that. And again, it doesn't have to be blood related. It doesn't have to be family. It's just yeah. like Evie said right now, her friends from medical school and then friends of their friends and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah. that's important. So socialization can have a benefit in our mental health by stimulating our brain and improving our memory and learning. So when we are not as anxious, when we're not yeah. as depressed, when we are more clear, focused, Calm, not so foggy yeah. brain, exactly, we're able to have better memory. Yeah. We're able to learn things better as well because we're not so distracted in that part of our brain Absolutely. that's anxious and depressed. Absolutely. And you could even tell that as you know, if you guys are listening that are students, or even if you remember back when you were students, me, when I was anxious, or I was upset or anything like that, I couldn't solve a, a physics problem for the life of me. Anything that the, like that had to that I had to really concentrate and really think about how to solve it or, or if I had to memorize like freaking Google Genesis, remember yeah. that? There's no way I'm gonna be able to memorize really intricate things like that yeah. if I'm in that state of mind. So this makes total freaking sense. Yeah. No way, you gotta be like in a 
clear, yeah, clear, and more you calm. To, you have to take a break. Absolutely. You take a break, get away from it, and yeah, then yeah, come yeah. back to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was our yeah this one was a little shorter but we felt you guys are busy anyways with the holidays so we wanted to keep it short and clear and remind you guys that hey the holidays are yes they're a little hard but they're pretty good for us all in some way somehow even if it's not with your immediate family because you can't make it there or whatever the case may be like Mm -hmm. with whoever it is that's your social circle it's it's a a good good time exactly good good company for this time of the year is is essential yeah and even if it's look and let's say you are isolated for whatever reason maybe there's a volunteering yeah opportunity yeah anything it's what i was trying to say try to find something that will fill that void yeah and some somewhere along the line you're gonna find someone with that common denominator that yeah that feeling that you have and that's something that you can bond absolutely you know bond with and i I feel like volunteering is a great is a great way of doing that too in in this season if you're particularly looking for something to you know socialize and get out there for volunteering is a great way of doing it for any organization it could be for children it could be for adults it could be even for animals for an animal shelter or whatever but you'll be able to talk with other people that are sharing that same interest and that same drive to be there to volunteer so you guys at least have that already in common and then you know you spend some some good amount of time with that other person that you have at least a baseline of a common factor, you know? Yeah. But but yeah, anyways, thanks for tuning in. Thank you for all the new subscribers, all the new followers that we're having. We're really, really excited and we're so happy to meet you all. Yeah, and keep um, on bringing in the requests. Absolutely. The episodes you guys want to hear. Absolutely. Please comment or send us an email, DM us, whatever it is with any suggestions. Like, we love them because there's... Medicine is so broad. <laughs> There's so much to talk about. We have a massive list that keeps growing every day. Yeah. But we definitely bring out, for instance, last week or the... No, it was last week yeah. that we did BPD. And yeah. that was... It was already a topic that we wanted to talk about. But we made it a point to bring it up now because a listener had requested it. Yeah. So we'll do the same thing. Anything you guys think about or something we haven't talked about or you want more information on something, let us know. We're here. Anyways, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Have a good one, guys. See you later. Bye. Like, comment, review us on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, etc. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Funny Medicine Podcast. Our Gmail is funnymedicine305 at gmail.com. And remember, we are not diagnosing you. Definitely not. Just funny stuff. See you later, guys. <laughs>